Hello, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. This podcast is about people, their stories, their experiences, and the things they can't explain. We live in a world where supernatural occurrences happen to people more often than we talk about. And on this show, we're going to explore these paranormal encounters and become a place where people can share what they've gone through without the fear of being told they're crazy. You are not alone. My name is Rafael Gonzalez, and you are listening to Maybe It's Spiritual. Vandumi. Hello. Welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So, who is Bloomy Vandumi? I am a uh I'm a musician, I guess. Awesome. Uh I'm a human being, I suppose. That's good. <laughs> That's uh <laughs> That helps. I mean, yeah. on this show, we could go either way. I, I, well, it's you know, it's questionable. You do enough, you do enough of the stuff we're talking about, and you start questioning some of those things. But oh man, I can't wait to ask you yeah. questions about that. <laughs> All right, You're getting full blown weird right off the bat. Well, just, just we're not even dipping our toes in the weird pool. We're just yeah headlong. Um. All right, so tonight we're talking, we're talking about DMT. Yeah, and some of the i don't know would you call it supernatural paranormal spiritual uh, yeah esoteric? i guess uh, there's yeah there's word words for describing things that you can use for yeah. stuff but uh DM, yeah yeah it, it starts it, it honestly eludes description a lot of times oh the english language is not very well equipped for talking about these kind of things but we can try our best all so. right let's <laughs> Let's see if we can yeah. turn this into some English words that people understand. Yeah. We'll try. We'll try our best. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, how how did you how did you start doing DMT? What got you interested? Well, I'd say probably when I was about 18, so about 14 years ago or so, I got into um one of my buddies convinced me I should do mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms. Oh, all right. And like I was a gateway. Uh I guess it was my first psychedelic experience, you know. Okay. So and I I was very anti psychedelics sure. before that, I guess. Mainly because I was like really it was like a hippie thing, you know, and oh, I'm sure. like I'm like I was, I grew I was like punk rocker, so like I you know, all the old punk rock guys, like you couldn't be into any hippie shit or like, you know, someone with a Grateful Dead shirt's like the enemy or whatever, you know? And it's like, <laughs> so that's kind of like the group of people I grew up around. Okay. And so even like smoking pot was like, so not, I, I was kind of a late bloomer as far as that goes compared to the rest of my friends, I guess. Okay. Because I thought it was like some hippie shit, you know? Right. Anyway, so then eventually one of my friends convinced me I should try mushrooms, and he 
kept asking me and kept asking me. And then eventually I was just like, fine, I'll give it a try. And it really changed my life quickly. And like, I got really into mushrooms for a while. And then I tried, you know, acid and whatever other stuff I could get my hands on at that point in time, I suppose. But, uh, I started doing a lot of research and reading and kept finding these little excerpts in these books about this drug called DMT. And all I really could find about it was that it was found in some plants. It's really fucking intense. And apparently there's a native plant to our area that contains some in it. And that's all I really knew. Oh, whoa. And so, like, at first, I, we kind of started going out hunting for this plant. But I, like, really, it was kind of, you know, before the internet was really a good source for this kind of stuff. Sure. And uh, we really were just kind of shooting in the dark. Never found it, and uh, I kind of just forgot about it. Yeah. What is and the plant, can I just ask? It's called Illinois Bundleflower. Okay. Desmanthus Illinoisensis, I believe, is the scientific oh. name. Wow. Yeah, so. Uh, I've never actually found it around here in the wild, so. But it would be pretty cool if maybe some seeds started getting spread around or something, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess I was always, I was aware of it back then and I was interested, but I just like, I never, it never came around and never found me. And I guess that's what people say. A lot of people say that it finds you when it's time or whatever. Oh boy. So it's, uh, yeah, that's like, I guess kind of a spiritual here we go. Thing there you go. Yeah. So anyway, is this my time. Did it, did it find me? Maybe. Well, I don't. I don't have any, so I don't know. What to do, but that's fine. But maybe you're you're doing the you're doing the groundwork, you know. So doing the legwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so right off the bat, like you try it. What goes into this? What kind of thing? I guess what comes out of it, I suppose, is the better question. Uh, like when you do it? Yeah. Like, so like the first time you ever, you ever try it. So the first time I ever did it, I, I had a friend who was dabbling mm-hmm. and I'd heard he was dabbling. And so I, I remember texting him and being like, Hey, I heard you dabbling with some stuff that sounds kind of interesting. And he's like, Oh yeah, man, you should come over. I was like, okay, go over there. And he shows me all this stuff he's been working on with it. And then like you want to try it and I was like yeah sure so we go down in his basement he's got a bed set up down there where he's been he's got like a room kind of prepared you know and oh man it's uh, like a whole thing oh yeah I mean uh, so you, the first time I did it I sat in the bed there and uh he loaded it up and kind of gave me the instructions and he's like you're gonna hit this thing and then you know hold it in and then exhale hit it again hold it in exhale and then no matter how hard you think it is you got to try to hit it again one more time and then hold that in an exhale and then you lay and then you lay down yeah but so the big mistake i made the first time was i didn't lay down first and measure out the distance from of my body to the wall you know oh so i was sitting up and i took the three hits and then the first hit uh i felt this like kind of like overwhelming um rush you know of 
almost like, you know, the feeling like if you're going to faint or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Kind of like that, but more euphoric feeling or something. It wasn't like bad feeling. Okay. But kind of like made all my hair stand up on my arms and stuff. And it's uh, like where everything gets dark around you kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sort of feeling. Yeah. And, uh, but everything gets really vivid in color. And then there's this like kind of buzzing, whirring sound that I've noticed. I don't know if I like specifically, maybe this time really noticed it, but every time when you first hit it, you hear this sound. I do at least, and a lot of other people seem to agree. But it's this like whirring sound that's kind of like, it's really hard to describe, but every it's like almost like all the atoms that make up everything. You can like hear the activity in all of them or something, and it's this like, oh. yeah, this drone. But... So imagine that's going on, and then you got your friend, come on, next hit, next hit, and then you take your next hit, and by this time, the pipe is turning into this giant, like, spiraling candy cane or something, and it's, like, getting, like, kind of like an infinity tunnel length to it or something, and then his voice comes through, and he's like, one more time, you know, and, like, and, and then so you, you squeak that one out. <laughs> And I held that one in, and I just, that, that first time, you know, I hadn't measured it out, so I leaned back, and I just blasted my head right into the wall. Oh. Oh. Three big hits of DMT, blast off dose, you know, and went straight into the wall with my head, and, like, when I did that, I, it was like, everything just came unglued. Like, <laughs> like the entire universe came unglued around oh. me, you know? Dang. And then the next thing I know, I was in this tunnel of light, and there was this, like, shadow entity like dark entity not dark in like its vibe but like sure. it was like it, there was like a red and a blue light which was probably because there was a red and a blue light in the room i was in oh but this entity essentially came out of this kind of portal that more or less formed out of the wall and ceiling and was standing there like basically being like come on come with me and i was like no man no <laughs> man <laughs> not doing that he just kept telling me, he's like, come on, no, come on, it's my first time. come on, it's all right, no, come on. And I was like, no, 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 just shaking my head, you know. Oh, man. And then eventually it just went, all right, whatever, and turned around, walked away, and that was the end of it. And Back then, into the portal? And then I just said, like, what the fuck? And then my friend, who was laying on the floor waiting for me to be done, sits up, and he had, like, a mantis head. Oh. And I was just like, oh, hi. Hey. <laughs> you know? But I knew it was him, strangely enough, even though he had a mantis head. Sure. And then oddly enough, I was oh, like, I was like, oh, dude, I remember this now. And he's like, remember what? And I was like, I remember doing this. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I remember like, well, well it must have been like a year ago I came over here and we did this or something. And he's like, no, nah, man, I've only had this for like two weeks. And I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> so that became like a common occurrence too. Is And other people have this common thing too where they have this intense deja vu when they do it oh really to where you like get to this place and you're like you know you've been there before that's really weird i don't know but yeah Dang. so that was the first the first one and wow actually before i left that night we ended up doing it one more time and that one was a little less uh that one wasn't quite as intense the first one i felt like i was essentially strapped to the nose cone of a rocket ship you know like that's what it physically felt like. Yeah, just like full throttle into it. Yeah. Flying through like a tunnel of light with some entity asked, telling me to come with it. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not quite ready for that. You, yeah, it's probably good that you didn't, right? Uh, I think 
I think I probably should have gone, but I just wasn't ready yet, you know? Okay. So that's not like a, you're going to die if you go in there? Uh, I don't know. I, well, you know, okay. Yeah, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> there, like, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get, we'll into, get into that into part. That. So, like, so when you're experiencing all this stuff, it sounds like you kind of have a grasp on what's happening around you or, like, the things in the you're room. You're still generally of... you, and you still have a sense of yourself, sure. and you are still able to, like, your mind is still your mind. Yeah. It's not, like, completely dissociative. Even though it can be dissociative, like, it can kind of separate you from your body or something but like it's not like other stuff like i don't know like ketamine like where you're like completely separated from your body which i've never done that but i've heard that's uh, heavy stuff yeah yeah i've heard it's similar but like not in it's similar to the dmt experience some people say whoa siri siri's a siri's a siri agrees siri's a been doing k for years yeah. you know? <laughs> oh technology <laughs> like quiet siri anyway so, yeah so so siri's done ketamine yeah you know it's sort Do of weird like, though like honestly when sometimes when like me and my friends start talking about this kind of stuff like and getting deep into the dmt stuff yeah there's always some weird stuff that tries to distract you and pull you away from it i don't nice. know it's like the universe is like telling you, like, hey, 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 look over here. Instead. Look over, don't, don't go down oh, there. Hey, hey. Not down here. Yeah, over here, guys. It's like the cosmic joke or something. We're going down. All right, as let's, deep as you want to go. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. <sighs> when the going gets weird, the weird go pro. Yeah, who said that? Hunter S. Thompson. Oh yes. Wow, very psychedelic guy. Oh yeah. I bet he did DMT. Oh, a few you know he did. You know he did. So, okay, so I know a little tiny bit about DMT. Yeah. Is it really, so your brain releases that, right, when you're dying? Is that true? That is a thing that people claim. Is that true? It's not known. There's really no way to, like, it's so hard to measure something like that. Right. It's theorized that that's possible. Okay. There's a lot of evidence that would point towards something like that happening. Right. Um, It's becoming fairly accepted, I believe, in science that our bodies do produce some amount of DMT. Interesting. I believe it's been detected in like the cerebrospinal fluid of somebody before or something. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not a scientist, so I don't really know, but I do like, I'm very, I do read a lot of the sciencey books regarding it because sure. I'm I was very, just curious. I'm very curious. Yeah. Well, after I just didn't know that. like where people got it. Like, so obviously it comes from a plant. Yeah. Well, uh, so, uh, there's some, some people theorize that actually DMT is probably present in every living thing oh. or like most living things. Most plants have some kind of DMT content. Nice. Um, there just happens to be some that have high DMT contents. So yeah. it makes it worth, you know, someone's time to get the DMT out of it. Get the right kind of DMT. Yeah. So are there different kinds? Um, there's, I mean, and I guess there is different kinds of DMT. Um, there's like, but I mean, the one we're talking about, there's just one, it's, uh, and then dimethyltryptamine, but there's like, you know, you got five MEO DMT, which is somewhat similar, but it's a different experience, different chemical. That's the one that's actually, uh, found in toad venom. There's like a, a, um, the bufo toad, they're like a, 
a desert south uh, southwest right. American species of toad that has this venom they secrete that contains 5-MeO-DMT, right. which is an extremely powerful psychedelic. Um, but they're all kind of related, like uh, actually DMT, uh, psilocybin, and LSD. All of those are very similar chemicals. And uh, actually it's interesting because psilocybin and psilocybin mushrooms when you take a psilocybin mushroom your liver converts the psilocybin into a chemical called psilocin which is actually what acts on your brain and there is actually psilocin present in the mushrooms already also and uh psilocin is one oxygen atom different than a dmt molecule so the the mushroom experience some find is extremely similar to the DMT experience, especially at really high doses um, of mushrooms. Interesting. But yeah. So so yeah. So we're going down the rabbit trail. Yeah. The rabbit hole. Tell me more. So what's the next, what's the next step? So uh, yeah, I guess uh, when I first did it, I was just completely blown away. And then there was the second, that same day I did it, I did it again. Yeah. And, uh, that time I just had these, like, they were kind of like the shadowy figure beings that I couldn't really like, they didn't have any discernible features. Right. But their bodies seemed to be made of like these constantly changing pictures and fractal images. And it was like, I could see, it was almost like I could see like, uh, I don't know, like images from my childhood and even maybe other people's or something. It was just totally bizarre, you know, but these beings were like swimming around me and showing me all this. And, uh, and then I ended up like feeling like I was like sitting on this kind of like overlook out looking over like, uh, some pyramids or something. It was almost like I was sitting in Egypt and looking over the pyramids, but it was like, you know, very alien at the same time. And, and, that one totally raised some questions and I, you know, I left that day knowing that I needed to probably do this a couple hundred more times <laughs> you're like, you're like, to figure out what was going on here. So you know? that was the second time? Yeah, that was like, that was the second time. And that was, and kind of, you know, I was just, I was totally blown away just by like that, this, something like that could even happen. And, uh, and I I needed to know more, you know. So I kept I kept going back. <laughs> so do you retain? Obviously, you retain the information, right? When you come out of it. See, on those ones, I feel like because I didn't have like a full breakthrough on either of those times, yeah. I I I retained some information, uh, quite a bit of information. Yeah. Um. When things start. Okay. So. As I continued to do it. Yeah. It seemed like. It would get like they would build on top of each other almost. So it was like a continuation. Yeah. Like you would have one experience. I'd have a breakthrough. Like, so one of my early big breakthrough experiences was. And see, honestly, it's hard for me to even remember which ones are which. But like, I think this was like one of the earliest ones. And it was it kind of some of it comes back to you later. Right. So it's like hard to remember when it actually happened, because when it actually happens, I might not have any memory of it but things in my life and then later experiences sometimes or reading other people's trip reports or something like in a book about DMT or something might so people, make the hair stand up on the back of my neck and be like, I remember when that happened to me. So 
people have common experiences. People do have very common experiences uh, to the point where the more I talk about it and the more I hear and the more I'm like kind of freaked out by how similar it is. Like, so one of the early, really intense ones, I believe it was one of my first breakthrough experiences. I ended up essentially getting, I, you know, I took my three rips and on that third rip, there was this like super bright light and then I'm being like pulled, you know, almost like I'm being sucked up into an alien spaceship or something. Oh, and sure enough, then there's like these three aliens standing over me and I, well, you can't really see their faces. They're just kind of like shadowy, you know, oh, there's, sure. I, there's three of them and they come over me and like, kind of like be like, Oh, Hey, uh, it's good to see you. We finally came to see us again. And I'm like, <laughs> Again. I'm like what you know like but they they were pretty damn sure they'd seen me before and all this stuff and it was and that's the thing is other people they meet these entities and they're they're frequently very happy to see you okay uh excited that you're there that you've come back or something there's this feeling that you've been here before oh I remember this place uh and then they might ask you a few things and then suddenly I I remember the my vivid memory of that was that one of them leans over me and puts its hands on my head and like basically it felt like its hands went into my mind or something you know and then it just everything kind of exploded from there and then I'm in these different places and there would be like it would almost feel like I'm like looking at my own neurons or something and like being able to like connect the dots between different spots and like I was like, it was like I was doing a puzzle or something, you know, and like I could see all these grids making everything up and it all made perfect sense to me. And there's all these like, you know, in that moment, it all makes perfect sense. But Mm -hmm. then so like a lot of times like a dream. Yeah. Stuff is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And the dream and the dream, like often you don't you don't quite. Yeah. Well, I mean, you understand, I guess it's it's dreamlike, but it's just really hard to describe with words sometimes. No, it's you know? okay. so it's like, Are you more present than obviously like in a dream? Because like in a dream, it's, it's almost yeah, like it's like well, it's like you. hyper real. It's almost like you're more present than you are in like real life. Real life. It's like more real than real. It's re- like so. I guess that gets into the whole like a lot of people who do DMT start to be like, oh yeah, we're living in a simulation. Blah oh, blah blah. Yeah. And like you know, I can't discount that, and it is sort of plausible in a lot of ways if you're look at the philosophy behind the idea, you know, but, uh, I think it's a little deeper than that. Maybe like it's simulation. Like it's sort of looks like a simulation, but maybe that's just because, uh, consciousness is a little more intense than we think it is or something. Sure. No. So, all right, let's go back to these, these beings for a sec. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you think they were? What were you seeing? Have you ever, obviously you've thought about that. Yeah. I mean, um, Man, that's a tough one. So I guess when I first, like, at first I was, like, convinced that there were these, there are eight, Tank, <laughs> get some beer. Tank, leave the beer alone. <laughs> I thought they were, like, you know, I was like, oh, man, there's, like, I'm talking to interdimensional aliens for oh, sure, sure, you know? Which I guess I'm not discounting that. Right. I don't, I don't like to say, like, that I know anything from any of this, that I know for sure what's going on, because the fact of the matter is I don't. That's And, that's and nobody really does. No, no. So, anyone, and anyone who claims to yeah. know is like... 
Yeah, they Look don't. Out. Well, yeah, yeah, they're they're full of it. Yeah. And I may have I may have been full of it here and there at times where I thought I sure knew what was going on with that stuff, but sure. Um, you know, I've I've had various different ideas, and there's people on the internet who have various different ideas about these things, and they make obvious connections to things in religion that have threes and like sure like the holy trinity or something. And I know there's things in other religions as well, but so it kind um, of does it does it depend like like where your your mind is like what your belief system going in or does it change see i don't really know because okay so i guess that's something we should talk about as well as my belief system going into it yeah because i mean i grew up i grew up like fairly atheist but i don't think that's like i was more like agnostic i guess because i have always been kind of a science-minded person i suppose sure uh it's kind of how i was raised and i like I, you know, I didn't know for sure. I don't know. Like, right. I, you know, I, I, I kind of, I just wasn't raised religious, and I never f- had any real connection to anything like that growing up. And uh, so maybe I was. I've always kind of been spiritually lacking to an extent. Okay. But before I had tried DMT, I had gotten to the point where I always would tell people when they'd ask me what I thought about stuff, I'd say, I'm not really religious. I guess I'm spiritual. I feel like it's more like the Force in Star Wars okay. than anything else. Sure. And I always called it it. 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 Okay. Yeah, and like it is everything. It's around it. You're it. I'm it. We're all it. You know. Gotcha. Which that ended up being another huge coincidence later on. What well, we can get into that. Yeah, that's no. I, I just I was just curious, like if you see, you know, because like going into it, that's where I was always like, I wonder what I would see. Yeah. So um, I guess I was always, I I didn't go into it necessarily. I guess like. I don't really know what I was looking for. I just, I was just so intrigued because I'd taken, you know, LSD and mushrooms and LSA and morning glory seeds and stuff when I was younger. And, uh, those are all related to DMT, but DMT is like the, the nuclear option, you know? So (laughs) I always wanted, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to try it. So, and then I did eventually and it peeled my wig right off my head. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so then you I, went into it open. Yeah, I went into it completely open because, uh, I mean, I don't know, you know. I'm right. here, I'm here, I'm, I'm here, I'm here looking for the answers, I suppose. You sure. Know? Yeah, no, I was, I was just curious. Yeah, like, yeah. I always ask people, like, what they think is happening, you know, because everybody kind of has, depending on their background, depending on their life, you know, like, mm-hmm. what they thought they were experiencing, what they thought they were seeing, like, if you had yeah. theories, like, what are some of your theories and some of the early stuff you saw? Because you probably have different theories now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, early on the alien abduction stuff, I was like, uh, I thought there was like aliens. And then I remember uh, we, during that time, you know, there was like, I was writing a lot of songs. about. I was like, I was reading about like, uh, in, uh, what is it? It's like Hindu, Hindu stuff. They have the 
the Vimanas. I was I was watching like Ancient Aliens and shit too. Oh, so yeah. I think that was like, and that stuff kind of like tied it. right into what I was experiencing. There's so, a, there's a lot of stuff directly related to like Hindu Hinduism and yeah. alien and like yeah the Bhagavad Gita. That the right word? Yeah. 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 That yeah. Thing. They had like it the talks about the Vimanas, in. like the flying uh, the castles. Ship. Yeah, and the stuff. ship things. Yeah. yeah. So that actually. I actually wrote a song based on that that was called Vimana, and it's like about aliens coming to Earth to save humanity or whatever. Nice. But yeah, kind of like that would be kind of crazy. I mean, I could see something like that happening eventually. Yeah, I've Maybe. always wanted to talk about that. I was really, so I, I, I started I started to really think, and maybe it still could happen, but I started to think that like, okay, these aliens are like coming here. They're here already, and like maybe they are. I don't know. I, right. I'm not saying I know any right. any of this, but when you're smoking a bunch of DMT and your brain is gonna you know come up with all kinds of crazy ideas. Sure. So I mean I like the Starlink satellites started flying over and stuff, and I mean the first time I saw those, I was like, oh shit, here it is, man. They're here right this now. This is it. You know? This is it. Yeah. yeah. The the Elon Musk ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. I saw those like like a, a couple months ago yeah oh, you could see them they launched some yeah you i've seen see them, them a couple times the first time we saw them like our neighbors were like yeah well one of them there was like a neighbor yelling like dude's like he's like that's fucking aliens man for sure <laughs> like and they're all like freaking out and screaming and i mean we didn't know what they were at yeah. first and yeah and when, then and then i figured out it was starlink and then it's still pretty cool and Elon Musk claims to be an alien stuff. I was about to say, he, so, we're not like... He did say that on a podcast recently. We're not convinced that he's not. Yeah. He's a weird, weird dude. Yeah, did you see his mom on that Saturday Night Live episode? I did not. I saw... I, I watched the a couple of the Joe Rogans with him on it, and I was just like, this guy is not from here. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's definitely... Maybe from none here. of us are. Yeah, you can't right. see it right now, but my mind just got blown. <laughs> Because we're on a podcast and you can't see us. Yeah. But anyway, that's crazy. No, I yeah, the Starlink thing is definitely weird. The first time I saw it was in was in Wisconsin, like way north Wisconsin, where there's just no lights at all, and I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Starlink, though, you know who's a big DMT proponent? Elon Musk. Oh, I'm sure. He actually posted a, a series of DMT memes on Twitter last year, which cracked me up and i was like but it's like i know it also you know like all those silicon valley guys are you know that's where they're getting their ideas yeah well you don't you don't figure out that crypto stuff until it it makes a lot more sense once you've done enough drugs (laughs) drugs and you're like i get it now (laughs) right yeah i just yeah i was just curious like what you thought what you thought you were happy what you were seeing like yeah, honestly, on? I mean, so my, I guess my mind has changed over that over time based on, obviously it's going to change when you've also done it so many more times, you know, because the early ones I'd have these intense entity experiences and like the, there was these, the machine elves that a lot of people talk about with DMT. I haven't a, heard the machine elves. That is a term that was coined by Terrence McKenna. And you saw these things? Oh yeah, yeah. They're frequent, frequent visitors in that space. And tell, maybe tell me the, about that. Tell me about those. Okay, Terrence McKenna called them machine self-transforming machine elves. Okay. Um. Often very jovial characters. They would change. They'd be very excited to show you all kinds of things, and like, uh, they'd communicate through you 
or to you kind of it was like telepathic communication with sure. all these entities like if you try to talk out loud it's like it's not gonna work it's you start you work. start talking out loud and then you you're more like seeing your voice or like smelling your voice or something and it's like you can't, it just doesn't quite work out right oh what's your it's, voice smell like uh i don't know i don't know about that all right sorry <laughs> very purple maybe very purple <laughs> yeah weirdly makes sense yeah so but i mean like so when you're in that space like things really don't make sense if you start doing things like trying to talk you're gonna like start bringing yourself back to like physical reality okay and it it doesn't bode well for communication with the entities gotcha um but yeah so it's like it's it's all i and you know when i first i guess was doing it i felt like i was blasting off like going out of my body okay but i feel like now i'm falling inwards like into my deepest center of my consciousness or something i don't know it's bizarre because you're also trying to describe uh, things in a spatial sense that don't make sense in this space, which is completely paradoxical in every way uh, from our normal reality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, you often feel like you're, there's extra dimensions. You move into a space. You could like, just as an example, um, I'm not saying this is an exact thing that happened, but say there was like a a little hole in a wall and you stuck your head through it it was the size of a basket or um uh, say it was a, a ball the size of a basketball with a hole in it yeah and you looked inside it and the inside of it was like an entire universe it's like uh that's kind of the feeling you get with these extra dimensions moving through spaces while you're on dmt well meanwhile your body's laying completely limp in a bed maybe like making an occasional groan or like you know something like that but it's like <laughs> you're 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 it's it's like you you go to these different spaces and your body is left behind here on earth or something it kind of seems like man yeah it's it's pretty odd where do you think you're going uh i think to like uh, the pure uh, i guess like the pure center of consciousness or something like i i've called it like the central bind before or like the the uh I don't know the the source of the source yeah the cosmic source of consciousness I guess you know um sometimes it feels I mean I guess as I have I've had these wild experiences obviously and like the more I've done it though the more it's like it's very relaxed when I do it now and I it's like uh it's almost like I get to go to like the MS DOS version of reality or something where I get to like, <laughs> it's sense. like, yeah, I can like, you see all the code. Yeah. You can like boot up and like kind of fix things around and change things if you want to a little bit. Um, I quit smoking cigarettes with DMT. Oh, fairly rapidly. It was easy. It was, I, uh, but I guess, you know, doing it with intent, I, I really didn't want to smoke cigarettes anymore. And I was having these frequent experiences where the machine elves would make fun of me for smoking. They would like <laughs> smoke these cigarettes and then be like coughing and then like laughing. And they were like totally making fun of me. And it was like, yeah, the fucking shitheads really <laughs> giving it to me, man. They're so like, just quit, man. Come on. So eventually I just was like, I went in, I'd go into it and be like, I want to quit smoking cigarettes. And then I, blast off on dmt and before you know it i i didn't smoke cigarettes anymore and i smoked cigarettes for 
since I was, I started smoking when I was 14. Yeah. And I, that was two years ago, I think. So that you quit. I was, I was, yeah. Yeah. And the longest I'd quit before that was for three months and that was it. Three That's months. That's crazy. Then, yeah. Wow. So, and yeah, I'm, I'm like repulsed by cigarettes now. So I think it worked. I think machine, it took. Machine elves. But there's people talking about that stuff, you know, with a lot of those tryptamine psychedelics beating addictions and stuff. And, uh, interesting. So you're like, changing your mind yeah within absolutely wow it's like inception yeah actually i don't know if i've seen inception you never seen inception i don't know i'm just like i actually just started watching movies like a few years ago i'm not like a i was always a anti-movie it was my attention span oh and then i smoked dmt and now i can watch movies now you can watch well you need to watch inception i'm just i'm just joking that was a joke oh i wasn't totally serious about. okay maybe it's maybe it's connected i don't know maybe i have a better attention span you might i'm more open these days i'm not just like i don't want to watch this movie it's i'm not interested in it before i've even seen it you know well i mean you're unlocking the secrets of the universe Trying to. Trying trying to. to. You're like, I don't want, I'm not going to watch. Yeah. But that's the whole thing though, is like you, so yeah, I'll share another DMT experience. Yes, please do. So one night my wife and I were at a show. We weren't married yet at that point, but that's irrelevant. And we came home from Chicago. It was late, you know, five in the morning or something. And she fell asleep instantly when we got home. And there would be times like that where I'd be like, grab the DMT pipe and just take a little rip. And sometimes at that point it was like, you know, I'd smoke out of it and I'd load it up a big rip, you know, a big, uh, dose and rip it. And then I'd, next time I'd put a big dose and rip it. And then before you know it, it's like, um, almost like a weed pipe would end up having resin in it or something. You end up with a bunch of DMT stuck in there. So you don't even have to load any up anymore. So there'd be these times where I'd be lying in bed and just be like, I'm just going to take a, solid rip real quick and see what happens. Yeah. And the more I had done it, the more I would like meditate or something before I do it and had more intention. And, uh, the more I did that, the easier it was to have intense DMT trips without having to smoke as much DMT. It felt like. So that night we'd come home from a show. I was kind of vibing high and everything and was like, I think I'm, I think it's time for a little nip, you know, before I go to bed and I take this little nip and I go through this familiar kind of process in the beginning with the, everything, you know, starts to change and you get that everything starting to vibrate and the sound of that. And then, um, often there's this doorway that opens up. You come to a doorway. Sometimes these entities like the elves and whatnot will be standing near the doorway. Right welcoming you in other times it would just be the doorway and it's like you can go in it or you can not go in it you know you can kind of you kind of have the choice okay uh but if you get to the door it's like time to go you know this is what we came here for okay every time you go through the door it gets wild so i went through the door this time okay i got to the door with one hit which was like oh cool you know you only needed one this time nice and uh i ended up in this like it was like a cosmic casino or something with all these different rooms in it. You know, uh, are you familiar with the band ELO? No. Okay. Well, they have this album cover where it's like, it looks kind of like a jukebox or something, okay. but it's like a spaceship or something. I actually haven't looked at it in a while. All right. I just know it looks sort of like it, like the multicolor, uh, you know, it was like a big 
it looked like a giant jukebox spaceship or something. That's okay. a casino. That's what I was at. And nice. I go into it and I'm moving through these different spaces in there. And I find myself in this room and there's all these jovial little creatures, you know, playing these like kind of slot machine things, jumping okay. around, having a blast. And uh, above the slot machines, there was what looked like D&D dice blocks or something like right. these, uh, you know, 16 sided or several sided die spinning around and they started spelling things out and i was like oh my god i could read i could read them they were in some wild language i like maybe it's my brain scrambling it at this point or something you know but it was like i could read it and i knew what it said and i was completely blown away by it and the only thing i knew was i have to i have to tell fucking everybody about this (laughs) everybody needs to know about this this is incredible you got a good message and then this and then this this thing pops up in front of me and it's like, Hey man, you can't go telling people about that. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell anybody. And it's like, <laughs> no, seriously, you can't go telling people about that. This is just for you. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not that guy. But see the whole thing with these things is you're talking to them telepathically. Oh, sure. So they already know. Oh, they already know. They know they, what you're going to do. Yeah. So they're way ahead of you. you want <laughs> they're to way say. ahead of you. So he, uh, and say he, uh, he is not right. They, i got to use the proper pronouns here. I don't want to offend any of them. <laughs> they wave their hands. And uh, and then I'm flying through this like tunnel of light or something. And then you're like on a roller coaster ride. And it's right. like, you know, good fun. You're just like, ooh, yay. Everything's great. This is amazing. And then you're like, wait, what was that thing that I was thinking about that was so crazy? Oh, man, I forgot. And then, you know, it's like some men in black shit. I don't know. They like, <laughs> they like, they'll show, it's kind of like, and I, I know there's this. been times where like, so that's kind of the thing is like with, uh, with these intense psychedelic experiences is it's like you're let in on the great cosmic joke or something. And then part of the joke is you don't get to remember what it is. So you don't remember? No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have my ideas, I guess, but. Do you ever like draw it out or like? try to write it out when you get done um i mean i that's the whole thing is like it's uh, i just don't think that the english language is even remotely close to having the words capable of describing some of this stuff maybe it's in your music somewhere that's i guess that's uh that's kind of the the goal hopefully the maybe you know but you know i think that's part of the thing though it's it's similar to like quantum physics and stuff like it gets to a point where uh the universe is just sort of unexplainable in a lot of ways. And maybe it's kind of set up in a way where we're not supposed to know exactly what's yeah. going on. I mean, what would be the fun if you really knew exactly what was going you on? You just figured it all out. Yeah. On a DMT yeah. Then you would, then you wouldn't, then it wouldn't be any fun to smoke DMT anymore. Yeah, you know? you so what's the point like, of living anymore? I got it all guys. I'm just, I'm just joking. There's a lot more to life than DMT, but I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm like, I don't know. After some of the experiences, yeah. it kind of makes me feel like maybe maybe there isn't. Oh, I got a whole new beer here up and ready to go. Yeah. We keep you loaded here. All right. Yeah. Not that kind of loaded. Makes Well, it does make it a little easier to it talk does, about yeah. this stuff, yeah. you know? That's how it works. Man. Woo. Yeah. I mean, we're just scratching the surface, I feel like, too. Jeez. So. All right. Well, yeah, I don't let's know. go down think? a level. All right. What's the next level after this? I mean, because there's so many things. I have so many questions. Yeah, me too, man. Um, 
That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing with it is you go into it with questions and then you leave with even more. More questions? Like, yeah, yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. So do you feel like you're getting a grasp on on the universe? Or do you feel like... I mean, like you come yes, out of it and you yes. understand things and like reality when you're like, you yes see and absolutely no. Like the more I learn, the less I feel like I actually know or sure. the more I'm aware that I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Cause like you saw the pyramids and you said that like you saw all that stuff, right? Yeah. And like that was like, honestly, like I just remember, I remembered that. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's almost like in a dream space where like there is an extent where maybe you are capable of uh like what what is it uh late no uh what is it called when you can uh control your dreams oh um lucid, lucid. dream I, for, yeah there was this uh band i went to high school with called latent dream so i always want to say that latent, and i know yeah. it's not right that's right yeah lucid dream lucid so maybe dream. like uh you can develop some sort of lucidity in a dmt trip so you I control think, it a little bit yeah i think like I think maybe like that's like what like a lot of like sh- uh, shamans in South America would talk about like uh, being able to manifest these uh, linguistic objects or whatever into reality while in these ayahuasca spaces, which ayahuasca um, is DMT, sure, and another plant containing an MAOI. It's like a cactus, something, right? No, it's a uh, it's ayahuasca vine, which is uh, actually doesn't contain DMT. It contains MAOI, which is a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, which Whoa. makes it so your liver doesn't break the DMT down. Because if you eat DMT, your liver will just dissolve it. Nice. And that extra oxygen atom in a psilocin molecule keeps your liver from breaking it down. That's why mushrooms make you trip when you eat them, and you don't smoke mushrooms. You eat them. Okay. You eat them. All right. So. Ayahuasca is oral DMT, essentially. Okay. And a lot of the shamans talk about, apparently, I don't, I don't know shamans personally, so, right. but I hear they talk about, you know, <clears throat> manifesting these objects as in, in their trips and whatnot. So I think like there is, what's that? A tulpa? Like a, like a thought you turn into like a. Yeah. Like you can, you can like, you can. They they do it often with sound and stuff too, but you can like see it. I don't know. Wow. People talk about having these shared visions based on sounds that shamans are able to make to show people things in these spaces. Wow. Where and it's like it kind of like in those spaces, it's like so language. The English language is not equipped to go there. Right. It means nothing there. It's not. It's like. It's like goo goo gaga once you get there, you know, like it's that's <laughs> don't try to talk. It's you get to this different place and it's like a hyper dimensional reality and our uh, language that was developed in a four dimensional reality isn't quite equipped to deal with it. So this is like a I'm trying, six or seven dimensional space or more. Uh, it's, it feels pretty infinite sometimes when you're there. Infinite so, yeah. dimensional. It's hard to tell. I don't I don't I. Who's counting, you know? Who's counting the dimensions when you're in there? So, what's the wildest thing you've seen? I mean, honestly, probably the alien abduction the stuff. The alien abduction stuff? Um, I've had experience. I mean, I guess I've had some... I've had really 
some horrifying ones too. Yeah, but t- the, let's yeah, let's talk about some of the negative ones. You've you've talked about a lot of the positive ones. What's a negative one? There was only one that was really profoundly negative, maybe for me, and it was where I felt like I was laying on like a battlefield and there was bombs dropping everywhere, and then there was like this like nazi ss looking guy like riding a bomb and he came up and he's like a skeleton and he just like flipped me off and was like hey fuck you man and i was like i was like uh this is not what i was here for you know i'm like not what i signed up <laughs> this for is you not know what I yeah like up for. but then slowly realized that i was in my bedroom again and you know it was all good but so that was that one kind of sucked <laughs> it was kind of, well honestly it was kind of cool too because i mean i like i kind of like that shit i like the i don't know I like the psychedelic terror for some reason. I'm, uh, it keeps me coming back. It's exciting. But, yeah, uh, it sounds like... Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, have you ever seen like heavy metal? Like the, yeah. the weird weird like cartoon heavy metal yeah and they're like the chick with yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like they it's, didn't do the south park thing based on it that's super funny yeah, that's what but, it reminds me yeah of. no like, totally it's like like because like, those worlds are so bizarre and out there but that's even like that's super like i don't know this dmt space would make that look like like our trip yeah the most normal thing you can think of like i don't know or Midnight Gospel. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. That's what, that, that's what it reminds me when you tell me. Yeah, one of those episodes, they like go deep into talking about the DMT yeah, stuff. Yeah, they do. And actually, okay, so that episode, the Soul Soul Prison episode, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they're talking a lot about that, that actually there's like some of those psychedelic feelings like echoed in the way that they move throughout those spaces and that. Oh, sure. The whole thing sounds like a DMT trip. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of the DMT trips have these like... Uh, kind of themes of almost okay well so i guess i kind of skipped this part too is like Uh part of the process to getting to i feel like that doorway or whatever yeah perhaps i don't it like i'm kind of like just hypothesizing on this i've had all these experiences they kind of just blur into one big experience kind of after a while doesn't sound like you could really make a whole lot of sense out of any of it i should have wrote more down maybe you know i should have kept better notes but anyway so it's like journal yeah yeah but at the same time it's like it feels like sort of it's for you and for you only in a way too but um yeah uh damn i got sidetracked there universe the door the door oh yeah so as you're getting there often to when you have these breakthroughs, one of the first steps is you often, you will, you'll feel like you're dying. And the first time I really broke through, I had that, I had a few, you know, a moment in time there during it where I started getting this feeling where I realized I was, I was like, oh man, I, I think I'm dying right now. Oh boy. Oh geez. I don't, what do I do? What do I do? You know, like, and then I was like, eh, whatever, you know? What's the worst that could happen? You die. And uh and then I and then I died and let go and I dissolved into the ground and I grew back as like a bunch of plants or something and it was like this you know, I but I could like feel I felt that was like I guess that when people describe this like feeling I felt one with everything and it's like, well, because you like have these experiences where you die and then you dissolve into the ground and then you become everything or something, you know? And, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, and then you're, and then you, and then before you know it, 
it feels amazing to come back. It's like you die and then you get to come back and then before you know it, you're you're yourself laying in your bed again and then you're like, oh yeah. Jeez. Like I, I forgot I was just doing drugs. Like cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was just doing. Drugs. Yeah, but like it's super re, re, like kind of rejuvenating. You know, it's like you die and reborn and and then it's also like uh, it gets that's where it, I mean in those experiences where I feel like it started to get real spiritual for me. Like where I started to have like uh, um I, I I would have these like intense like enlightenment experiences I felt like oh sure where I like knew it was I was aware of what was going on in the situation like oh this is like I felt like I was like in a space that like some Buddhist monk devoted his entire life getting to through meditation but I was able to get there in 10 seconds flat with some DMT a couple but, hits of DMT yeah. there. Like, sorry yeah. buddy yeah I mean, I was med- see, I was meditating too, though. Before I did it, I oh, was sure. So I was doing you it with go intent. in with intent. Yeah, yeah. And I've had times also where I just would grab it willy nilly and rip it, and then have a really intense but uh, confusing, sometimes absolutely downright horrifying experience. Like, like another what? time where I just randomly grabbed it and ripped it while I was laying in bed, and uh, I. Uh, my wife was laying next to me and she was sleeping this time again and I ripped it and I ended up, I think I, there's, there's occasionally I would do it and I would instantly be like, Oh God, what have I done? You know? Yeah, sure. And, uh, this was one of those times and I instantly kind of went into the fetal position on my side, which was not, I'd never done that before. Every time I'd done it, I'd be laying on my back and, um, this time I, d- I did it and I just instantly rolled over into the fetal position and uh, the best I could visually describe the place I was in was that it was like this extremely cold, sterile, digital place. Um, it almost looked like a hyper-dimensional Minesweeper game or something oh. with like... Uh, grids and stuff? Yeah, except there was like all these like you know those like the Stone Cold Steve Austin flaming skull logo or whatever. I think it's like it's like a chrome skull with like blue flames. There's like a bunch of those like spinning around and popping out. Sorry. And like and like all these like crazy. Man, I'm like really vividly seeing it right now. So it's like uh, that you. There's time. all these like flashing lights and shit, you know, and it's like almost like an alien shit. But this one was like. Minesweeper combined with Stone Cold Steve Austin and all these like, you know, sharp points and like I was like, oh man, oh man, I'm in hell right now. This is hell. I did it this time. I really, really did it this time. Sure. And I knew I was there. I knew I was in hell, and it was all over. I was screwed, dude. I was. It was. I was done for. Time came to a complete stop, so there was no time anymore, and I was stuck in hell with these Stone Cold Steve Austin skulls and it was not fun it was not good sounds but horrifying so, but so then i started i had been having these trips leading up to it where those uh the elves who by the way i eventually kind of i kind of came to think that they were the same as the aliens they're like okay. one and the same um uh they had been Frequently, they would bring up 
my wife's name and we weren't married at this point okay they would bring up her name and they would say it over and over in funny ways and like but they wouldn't say it quite right you know right and uh and then every time they would be getting me in this like i'd be like in this like you know wild psychedelic state and they'd be like saying these weird words to me and i'm like huh (laughs) what and then i'm like oh and then I'd remember her name and I'd say it out loud and they'd yeah. be like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> and I was like, and then I would always be like, what is the point of all this? And that happened over and over and over. Like and then got- I, and then I had this hell experience. And when I was there, eventually I was able to, I started going through that in my mind. I started hearing their voices saying her name yeah. in weird ways, which started getting me to like, it started turning the wheels in my mind. And then eventually I was like, I got her name and I was like, aha, that's it. And then everything came back and I left this terrible place I was in. And those three aliens came basically out of the ceiling and like congratulated me. You passed the test. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty weird. And then I woke her up and had to tell her all about it. And she was just like, okay, yeah, that's great, babe. You know, like, <laughs> But I was just like, I just need you to hold me right now. I it was just in hell. You know? I was just in hell. Yeah, yeah. So then she did, and, I, and then everything was. I mean, honestly, though. So you know, going. I said going into it like that it was like a, a a terrifying experience. Sure. But it ended up being really nice in yeah. the end, and also. Gave me this feeling that okay. Now that I've experienced that, everything else seems great. You know, this yeah. is fine. I just as long as I don't have to go back to that place. Right. You know? They're like, you've got something good here. Go back. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of, yeah. I guess even the bad one. I, I'm a firm believer in that a bad trip is only either highlighting some thing that you're hiding deep down in yourself that you're not facing, or. Yeah, I mean that's what it comes down to. It's it's yeah. like it's it comes down to what you're hiding in yourself, and like if you're in a good set and setting, then y- there's no reason you can't use these things as great tools for exploring your consciousness and like uh, the universe and spirituality and uh, you know it's it's the MS-DOS of reality or something, you know? Wow, I love that. That's so man. That's so wild. But yeah, so it's 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 interesting how the 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 trips would seem to like tie together after a while too. Sure. And so that's why it's hard to even like remember specific occurrences sometimes and sometimes one trip will remind you of another one and then I started I got so interested I you know cuz obviously I'm I'm having these full-blown like mystical experiences right. and I'm like yeah. I'm like okay well obviously there's something else going on here this right. isn't just happening in my head because my head is not capable of having produced these things Yeah no it doesn't sound like it at all I don't think um although I can't really rule it out cuz I don't know I don't know you know And that's fine and that's yeah. good I mean but I have my ideas and I guess What's your ideas? Should we get to that part? Let's do some ideas. Okay. All what's, right. Uh, well, what's Bloomy's ideas? I guess it really, I guess I, I'm, I think a lot of Buddhism okay. and Hindu stuff kind of has it all right. I think every single religion is valid in its own sense. I think they're all, 
valid in their own ways, and I think that they're all tainted by uh, the human element and game of telephone that's been played over years. Okay. But I think deep down they all have some validity, and like, um, obviously, our society is leans much more Christian. Um, so, and inter- interestingly enough, I grew up very anti-Christian. I okay. always was against it. I thought Christianity was the worst. I always thought, you know, I, I always had this idea that like, if it's real, that the God that people are actually, a lot of people at least, not sure, not all people. I mean, I know some Christians who are fabulous people and I think are great Christians, but I think there's a lot of Christians who are not very good Christians. They're yeah. not, they're not uh, followers or followers of their own, uh, you know, prophet, I, I suppose. Yeah, you know, they yes. don't really like follow by example. They just, uh, it's, it's gotten very tainted or something, but yeah, like me too. humanistic Christians. Yeah, and that, but there is like a lot of Christians who are like you know uh, followers of Christ or like they follow by the 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 example Jesus left, you know. And I have become open to that stuff through my psychedelic experiences because I had these like well, I'd say overwhelmingly they seem very Hindu Buddhist kind of vibes, you know, mm-hmm. which I guess are classic psychedelic vibes. But I also would like in there there would be like crucifixes and like actually i think i like would see jesus on during some of these trips and stuff and you know i've had these ideas of that and i think my personal belief as it comes down to it is jesus like was a guy that he i think a lot of the bible and a lot of these religious things are based off of psychedelic experiences um there's a lot of theories based on that uh For example, like some people theorize that the whole Moses and the burning bush, well, the burning bush could be the acacia bush, which is a DMT-containing plant. Well, and they do get this, you know, the very vivid colored leaves that they're kind of burning bush, you know, vibe. Yeah. So, um, and he could have been burning some kind of bush, you know. was <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, Moses. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Blazing. We don't. We don't. Really, we hey, really don't know. Like and he like. Could have been blazing up in the wilderness. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of these enti- these self-transforming machine elves and entities you meet when sure. you're on DMT, seem to fit well with. Uh, I, I've seen these images of what uh, are artistic depictions of what the angels in the Bible actually are depicted like oh, sure. in the Bible, and they're like these wild like Ezekiel. Like a, yeah, like totally crazy psychedelic. They sound like machines. Things. Yeah, like what and like that's like the kind of I I saw people's pictures of like the descriptions of those and I was like that looks like some DMT shit to I've me. Seen Honestly, that. like <laughs> yeah, that. like that looks familiar. Yeah, or like you know, it looks I I do think that maybe our own minds and our own experiences have a little bit to play into what we see when we're in those spaces too. So. Oh sure. So, and obviously it's like nobody can go in there and draw what they saw because it's like, well, you're, you're taking 
you know, maybe you're putting a, a two-dimensional drawing to describe something that's even more dimensional than three-dimensional oh, or sure. four-dimensional yeah. reality. That, that makes so sense. That makes total It's like sense. a total, even more dumbed-down version of what, you know, you're, I, it's, it's impossible to really describe what you see there. The only real way to to uh experiences it is to experience you it to you know it, you have to see it. see it to see it and believe it yeah i don't know that makes sense that makes sense yeah. there's a, a guy i listened to chuck missler who like i don't know if you've ever heard of i him. don't know yeah. he describes the things that come through and he's like if we lived if we live in a 2d world and something 3d comes through you're not gonna understand it yeah same with like if we live in a 3d world and something another d a yeah 4d yeah. or 5d comes through it's not gonna look right yeah so that makes sense and i guess i I do have my theories when it like i'm you know i'm into like a lot of science stuff and whatnot and uh so um i i've had these feelings that when you go into this dmt space the space you're going to into is like what science calls dark matter now or dark energy like have no idea what it is like a black hole um, well, I mean, you know, a black hole is a black hole is a known thing that they've actually been able to see and observe. Okay. Uh, whereas dark matter and dark energy makes up like what? 95% of the universe. But, uh, so the funny thing about it is like, okay, so it makes up a majority of everything. Sure. And if you ask a physicist what it is, they'll tell you, I don't know. Nobody does. There's a fair. They haven't been able to measure it yeah. or see it or observe it or anything. The only th- reason they know it's there is because without it, the universe wouldn't work the way it does. Right. Absolutely. So, some, so, so I feel like you can kind of see that stuff sometimes when you do it. I feel like you can see dark matter and like, it's pretty weird and stuff, you know? <laughs> it, it all sounds really weird. Yeah. But kind of awesome. Yeah. Sounds super awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I would round this out with. I don't even think I can ask you what you think it is because there's so much. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I just I, I I, it's hard for me to even say what I think it is because I don't know. And uh, but, but I will say that I, I have, it has really drawn me towards like some of the, like buddhist and hindu ideas you know and like and also i mean i think there's some validity i just uh, like what like the thing that i don't like about specifically like the christian view of spirituality and stuff is like the the whole sky daddy thing kind of bothers me okay i i don't think that we're i think that it's more like a video game Okay. At this point in life, yes, I I I'm I believe in it, which is like another way to say God or like the uh, ultimate ground of reality or something without using a word that's like got characters involved with it and stuff. Because sure. I, the thing that I have experienced, the the God, if you will, or the it that I have been in contact with, was not very human like right and was more like if you could imagine what literally every single thing combined would be like in a sentient being or something you know like it's like everything you know it's just everything and like i guess uh 
when I'm there, it's like, I know it's uh, so when you're, uh, when it's revealed to, I feel like I'm getting too crazy here. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. I, I usually ask people, my last two questions are always, what do you think it was? Yeah. What's your parting gift? I think it was, uh, it was, uh, me doing some drugs in the universe, man. Just enjoying the ride, you know, <laughs> enjoying the ride. I love it. The universe is really wild. There's a lot to it. Uh, some people. Okay, so the whole gooey prickles thing. That's uh, Alan Watts. Okay. I read. Okay, hang on. I got to throw this in there. Yeah, throw in the, the Alan book, Watts. The book by Alan Watts. It's called The Book on the Taboo Against Knowing Who You Are. Okay. By Alan Watts. I'm writing A that very down. wise man. And that book can sum up everything you're asking me, I think. Because that's, that's the best uh, English language. Descriptor? Descriptor. Alan Watts had a way with words. But so he would say, like, I can't remember which is which exactly. Let me think. So the scientists say the universe is made out of prickles, but then... Everybody else, the religious side of things, say it's made out of goo. But when it turns out, what we really have on our hands here is a bunch of prickly goo. Prickly goo. Prickly goo. It's all a bunch of prickly goo. Prickly goo. And then, strangely enough, when you do DMT, you see. I feel like you see prickly goo. It's like a whole thing. (laughs) It's like gooey, but it's prickly at the same time. It's so weird. I don't know. I don't really know. What's your parting gift? Oh, man. Uh, well, if give DMT... It give it to us. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have a parting gift. I do. Well, I do, too. Well, if DMT... If you ever find DMT in your life, if it ever finds you, do it. Unless you have some kind of health problem that makes it so you shouldn't do it. But you should do your... <laughs> so you should do your research first and everything. But, like... Especially if you're somebody who's ever like tried like uh, any other psychedelics and you've liked it, uh, go for it, man. It's scary, yeah, but it's a hell of a ride. And uh... can I can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Mike, I guess. So, like, parting gift wise, with the parting gifts, like, so you've done DMT several times. Mm-hmm. You have all these stories. You have you have like philosophical ideals because of it um right i mean i guess i do yeah yeah, yeah. from like what you talked about okay it's like yeah. part, so i guess the, the parting gift that i want to ask is like even so what you've gone through and what you've learned from from what you've done um what is it like that i mainly think maybe like yeah what is i mean that like I but like what have you come up with like outside of like i mean like you've come up with this maybe potentially because of dmt mm-hmm. potentially it's unlocked part of your brain and like to, to these questions, but like to mm-hmm. someone without doing DMT, like what's your parting gift? Like what, what are questions that you, that you ask or like, what are the things that you be like, you should think of this or like consider this Yeah. without even doing the drug, you know? Yeah. I guess, uh, what I have learned from it is that, um, we are all one with, nature and the earth and everything in the universe like okay so you 
Western culture has this idea that we are, we grow up thinking that we're like separate from the universe. We're not a part of it. Like we were born into the world, you know, and that you as a human feel like you're not, you're not, we don't like, we, we make the mistake of thinking of ourselves as not being animals or not being made out of the same exact stuff as the tree in your front yard or something, but it is, you are made out of the same things. And like it all came from the same spot. Or I mean, maybe it didn't come from the same exact spot, but in the grand scheme of things, it all did come from the same spot because it's all made out of the universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, so I guess, you know, DMT can introduce you to it. And my main takeaway and main piece of knowledge for everybody, I guess, is that you are it. There it is. There it is. Love it. Love so it. you are it. So once Here's... DMT finds you, tag you're it. Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Bloomy, for. Man, I feel like we could do this like three more times. Uh, I feel like we could yeah, too. Sure. I honestly feel like we could just keep going. Yeah. But maybe we'll do another. Maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah, I'd be down. Prickly goo part two. Yeah, maybe let me think about it a little yeah, more. Yeah, think too, about yeah. it a little bit. Maybe. Prickly goo part, dude. Prickly goo. That's got to be the name. That's got to be the name. That's the name of this thing. And I, <clears throat> we're all gonna have to do DMT so we know what you're, t- what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. And then, it'll find you someday. Yeah, I think it's found me already. Um, <laughs> what are the elves called again? Self-transforming machine elves. Machine elves. I'm writing that one down too. Well, that's okay. So that's Terrence McKenna. That's Terrence McKenna. That's a new one because I've listened to a lot of DMT things. I haven't heard that one. Oh, Terrence McKenna oh. is the DMT philosopher. Which actually, him, him, and Alan Watts. Honestly, Alan Watts is like a little more sp- spiritual uh, based, but he had a ton of psychedelic experience too. I love it. Alan Watts. Read Alan Watts. Everybody read Alan Watts. Watts. That's the parting gift. And the book on the taboo against knowing who you are will describe. If you don't want to do DMT, you could just read that book and take my word for it that it's pretty spot on, I think. Love it. Well, thank you, Bloomy, for being on Maybe It's Spiritual. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. This has been. I think the, well, if the question is maybe it's spiritual, I think, yes, it is a little bit. Yes, <laughs> you answered it for us. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I think we've all kind of come to the conclusion that uh, it is spiritual. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it more sometime. We'll figure it out another time. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bloomy. Thank you. Thank you so much to Bloomy Von Doomy for joining us on Maybe It's Spiritual. If you liked uh, what he had to say, he has an Instagram. Um, it's also titled Bloomy Von Doomy. He is in a band called Prairie Smoke. It's Prairie Smoke with two E's. They're on Instagram. Also, they have um, prairiesmoke.bandcap.com. You want to check them out. If you love our show, go on Apple Podcasts, hit a five-star, throw us a review, let us know what you think. We have an uh, email Maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you guys. I actually just had someone come on. We're going to share 
um, their posts. We really appreciate when people just come and tell us their stories. Anybody out there who wants to be on Maybe It's Spiritual, you can um, message us, email us. We're on Instagram, Maybe It's Spiritual. We're on Spotify. We even have a TikTok. Um, thanks again, and we'll uh, check you out next time.